Welcome back to the Red Dirt Road Podcast. Marsh Farnsworth and Alex Breitenbach. How's it going? Doing just fine. Doing, doing. Just finished up some midterms. So kind of out of the woods there. But how are you doing? Good. Long, uh, been two weeks since we record. Usually we do every week, but uh, we had some kind of stacked up and we were kind of busy last week. So good. We um, we are going to be talking about something we don't usually do. It's a Netflix special, but seem to do pretty well with the Garth Brooks thing. So I figured we'd talk about this. It's the, it's called Remastered, Tricky Dick, and the Man in Black, a Johnny Cash story. And it's uh, released 2018, 59 minutes long. Nice that it's not super long, kind of condensed. It's a little story. So we're going to get into that in a minute. Um, Also found out that there's actually some Ronnie Dunn songs that he came out with uh, since we've been doing this podcast that I did not know about. I don't know if you if you saw these, but we'll have to we're going to be getting into those. Um, There was there were some songs last year that were just like he didn't really advertise them. They were just uh, he was on different different songs, different albums, little things here and there. And speaking of Johnny Cash, um, his son is helping coming out with this uh, this Johnny Cash album that Ronnie Dunn is on the album. They just released it. Uh, it was um, about a week or so ago, and it's a it's a song written by Johnny Cash. Um, it's called "Out of Sights Tonight," I believe is what it's called, and it was written by Johnny Cash, but it was never recorded, and so. Uh, Brad Paisley ended up actually doing the melody for it and did all the music. And then Ronnie Dunn is singing on it. So, or Brad Paisley and his band did the music. And Ronnie Dunn sang on it. So that's kind of cool. We'll get into that soon. But there was even some, I think there was a song I found last year. It was last summer that Ronnie Dunn was like featured on some kind of song. And uh, we completely missed that. So we'll be getting into that as well. Maybe actually by the time you hear the hear this episode, it's already out. So we will we'll get into that. So before I go through, I'm going to try to go through the breakdown of all my notes on this thing. Before we do that, why don't you give us a little teaser on what you think about this? Not not like a full explanation, just a quick, if you like it, don't like it. No, no, no. I like it. And what I think is awesome about it is not that it is, well, okay, it is a biography, but it's less about Johnny Cash's life as a whole and more about a singular facet of his life. And, and, and that's, that's kind of what I, I like about it. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to really delve into it that much. I'll get into it after you. All right. So I had a lot of notes actually for this documentary thing, Netflix special, whatever you want to call it, uh, even though it's only one hour. So, and I actually did this because we were supposed to record last week. So I'm going to try to kind of go on the fly here and kind of remember what exactly I said. So it's got this, uh, it's got this little sort of intro with this opening quote that I wrote down. It says, we have the right to burn this, we have the right to burn this flag 
and the right to bear arms. You burn my flag, I'll shoot you. <laughs> and that was that was a pretty uh, that was a pretty funny thing, and I like that. And I was like, yeah, you, you got the right to burn the flag, but uh, you burn my flag, I'll shoot you. <laughs> and that's how he felt. Um, a lot of uh, race relations uh, prevalent United States 1970s. It kind of uh, does a little montage of that. This opening question it gives is, will Johnny Cash play rebel music or gospel music uh, when he was invited to the White House? So any any takeaways? We'll kind of we'll, we'll kind of go through this, give our opinions. Let's say as as we go through the breakdown, so that we're not, you know. So what what did you think of that opening sequence? You know, before it went to his early years. The opening sequence, it definitely, you know, I liked it. It's uh, it it, it definitely was. It's very descriptive. Although what I liked about the the que the question that they ask you know is Johnny Cash gonna play um, rebel music or is he gonna play gospel music that really does show that in, while not giving necessarily an in depth biography about his life it, it shows that Johnny Cash is a multifaceted person and that he wasn't like he wasn't mainstream country or okay he he was mainstream country but it he was a different blend. Like he was just a different blend altogether. He was a genre bender. And I think that's what a lot of people loved about him is the fact that he wasn't just the one guy sitting up there talking about um, just rebel music, just mainstream country music. It was like he had his own spin on it. He was uh, a believer in Jesus, a, 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 a hardcore Christian. But at the same time, he saw empathy for everybody. And I think that's kind of what... Um, had like that little sequence there in bodies yeah it really gave a uh you know a little bit about johnny cash and where the united states were at this time i liked it it was it was quick and to the point and then it kind of goes into what i would call the early years johnny cash and i really like this you know i want to kind of learn more about johnny cash because he's really one of the most prominent artists in american history i mean he was he was massive for 50 years, really. Um, it says that he was born in Southern Arkansas, in Kingsland, Arkansas. Uh, moved to Dias, Arkansas at the age of three. He says family would sing uh, gospel songs. The male members of the family were preachers. Most of them in his family grew up in a, uh, they were a lot, a lot of conservative, patriotic family members. Uh, they believed to always support the government and the president. Patriotism became controversial around this time in the United States, uh, largely because of uh, race relations in the war. They said Nixon lost the presidential race in 68. And then at uh, sort of the last part of this is uh, that Johnny's brother, Jack, died uh, at this young age, was killed by a saw. So what what do you think about that part? Uh, kind of talk about the early years of Johnny Cash. Well, they definitely talked a lot about Johnny's relationship with his family, and particularly his father, um, in this section. I think that that to, well, first of all, for Johnny, the loss of his brother so suddenly was absolutely uh, was, was to, it just destroyed him, it crushed him, 
and it he became sort of uh, at least from what they say you know it just took on a whole nother a, a new meaning to his life and the way he thought about things because they mentioned that his brother was the more like preferred person by his father the one who was kind of seen as perfect and was going to be a preacher per se was supposed to like take over the family business or whatnot and with the loss of of um his, uh, johnny cash's brother now johnny cash is kind of bearing the weight of kind of having to be the only person that his father is looking to like you know carry on the family but at the same time his father doesn't really want uh, like was was kind of ashamed of, of johnny and was always very critical of johnny growing up and 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 that tumultuous relationship with, with his father is what's going to build johnny cash the man as he goes about you know like his career yeah he definitely um seemed like he liked his his other son jack a lot more i completely agree it's an area of the country I'm not too familiar with. Never been to Arkansas. Uh, obviously, never been to Southern Arkansas. So, yeah, it's, it was interesting to me. Uh, this next section is a large section. It's uh, they kind of jumped to like 25 years later. So he's uh, he's in the early years of his career, but obviously he he becomes big really quickly. And this this uh, this section kind of leads all the way up to up to the White House visit. Uh, he he goes to uh, the Folsom Prison and records it live there. And that's a lot of times when you hear that song, it's him recording that live right there. Um, at this point, they said around 1968, he didn't have very strong political beliefs. <clears throat> um, Folsom Prison Blues went number one, and it was the album of the year as well. Uh, Richard Nixon, they they start to get into talking about a little bit more, said he believed in middle America, um, law and order, that sort of thing. Um, also noted that he played the piano live. Interesting. Did not did not know that. Never really seen a president just hop on there, play the piano. Thought that was a, an interesting thing. Play, Old Donald Trump, I didn't see him or Barack Obama or any any of them playing. Uh, they have the uh, the Johnny Cash show. They kind of go back and forth to that. Uh, he had, they, they note that uh, they didn't take any political stands on the show. They had Democrats, Republicans. Um, uh, they started to become at that point towards 1969, the sort of a, a divide between the, the news and the government uh, news kind of questioning the government a little bit more. Uh, Nixon had made a, a public service announcement that he'd asked for the support of the public to strive to end the war uh, with the United States being on top. Cash came out and supported this and Nixon at this point sent him a letter of appreciation and invited all the Cash family to the White House for, the con for, a, uh, for some sort of a concert. And he requested Oki for Muskogee uh, by Merle Haggard, which, by the way, that uh, little side note, that is actually one of the Ronnie Dunn songs that uh, he helped cover last year that we're going to get into complete uh, out of this kind of realm, but a good song nonetheless. And then uh, 
some other song I'm not really familiar with, Welfare Cadillac by Guy Drake. Um, he said that, uh, or the, the, the special went on to say that, that Johnny Cash and Nixon had these sort of similar upbringings, uh, that Johnny Cash was a big advocate for the rights of Native Americans, always supported the troops. And then he meets this preacher named Billy Graham. And then sort of the, at, right at the end of this section, uh, we get this depressing note that uh, Johnny Cash from, hears from his dad. And he says that, I don't, have, I don't have the exact quote, but he's like, he's not impressed at all. He said that he told his dad he was having dinner with Billy Graham and talking to Billy Graham, who if uh, for those of you listening in who don't know, uh, Billy Graham was a very, very um, famous televangelist of that era, perhaps one of the most famous of all time. And he's known to have met with many presidents and many other notable figures and stuff. And just just, just a really uh, very big personality in terms of uh, the early televangelism, not like the Joel Osteen or other stuff of today. This was different. Billy Graham was was a very influential figure. And so uh, I guess Johnny Cash must have thought that, you know, that would that would make his dad smile. That would make his dad proud. And that was really sad to hear that, honestly. Yeah, what what a shitty dad, you know, this guy. I mean, he has this this great hit. I mean, this is not a some kind of a cello hit. Folsom Prison Blues goes to number one. It's attracted audiences, you know, from critics to fans. Um, very respectable song, loved all the way in the, the 2020s. And then he still keeps his faith, you know, and, and he meets with this famous preacher and his dad, you know, doesn't, he's, he says, you're nothing, you know, I mean, what, what, a, what a piece of work that guy is. Yeah, and the that starts to get into the the White House concert, which is kind of what this whole thing is leading up to. And Nixon makes this quote, and he says, "Country, country, and Western music is American music." Which, in a certain sense, that's definitely true because this is that's sort of our our genre here. That's um, it's American made, you know. It's sort of a regional regional sound, you know. Whereas you have other sounds that are kind of born other places, you know, rock and roll, real big in the UK, um, sort of things like that. Um, and it said, uh, I had this little little question again that it had in the intro that says Johnny Cash would have to decide, uh, or no, sorry, didn't have a question. It had this little interesting note that I did not know. It said Johnny Cash would decide which songs he would play, basically later live. He wouldn't really give his band, he wouldn't tell them which songs he was going to play. He would just decided right there when they were playing and he uh they said that he refused to play the two songs that uh richard nixon had uh requested and uh so he ended up singing a song about war and uh he gave an intro a long kind of talk and then the song uh kind of about his time in or vietnam uh shortly after the concert nixon and the U.S. Uh, invaded Cambodia, and people did not agree with this. They had the uh, the Kent State riots. I've been to the uh, the Kent State University, seen the they got some uh, monuments there, and then uh, Johnny Cash began to play some more political anti-war tunes. And then 1990 or 1972, 
we had the Nixon trials and Johnny Cash released the Man in Black song to end to end the special. So I will give my opinion on this. Um, thought it was a very good, very well made special, um, concise. You know, one hour. It's certainly not the full Johnny Cash documentary, which I don't even know if there is one because it would take a complete box set to get all the Johnny Cash story. But this is just like the title says, it's a Johnny Cash story. And I would definitely recommend it to anyone that is a country music or Johnny Cash fan or even um, a fan of history. So I, uh, I enjoyed it. It was informative and uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I honestly, I would recommend this to everyone, not just people who like country music, not just people who know who Johnny Cash is, because this is this is an important piece of not only the history, the biography that of of the memoir of Johnny Cash's life, but also it's an important piece of American history. That song that he sang there at that White House concert was called What is Truth? And that was something that he had just written previously and decided to perform. And it was, it was very much an anti-war song. And people, because again, when, when he invited, because it, it seems like in these days that like country music had become very divisive. Like if you were really on board with like Merle Haggard and the other country music artists of the day, you know, you were a Nixon supporter. That's why you loved Welfare Cadillac and Oki from Muskogee. Those are very, very anti-liberal policies songs. Now, Johnny Cash did not want to play that part. He did not want to play the part of being uh, thrown in with the rest of them. He wanted to appeal to everyone. He wanted to show that, hey, I'm, I'm an American. America comes first but I love all Americans. I'm here for everybody. And I think that's one of the, the, the points that one of the theses of this, this awesome documentary. And it, it really shows because when he's performing what is truth, you know, it's, it, it, it's pure. And the, the entire concert, like you said, he makes it up kind of as he goes along. It, it's just, you know, whatever he's going to play, he's going to play. And even though, um, like, and everybody still enjoyed the concert anyways, even though they didn't get to hear Welfare Cadillac, even though they didn't get to hear Oki from Muskogee. That was basically Johnny Cash saying, like, screw off to Richard Nixon, because he knew that he wasn't going to become a political tool. They wanted, they wanted, and, and that's also what the documentary says, like, they, they, they wanted Johnny Cash to be, to advocate, to campaign on behalf of, of Richard Nixon. And he's like, no, I'm not choosing sides. And that's what I also love about the portion of the documentary about the Johnny Cash show where he has everybody on the show. Like even, even uh, what's, what's his name, Pete Seeger? Like as the documentary said, he had supported the president and, he, and he, he, he still does no matter who the president is, but he was kind of backing the policy of, of Vietnam for, for a little bit, even though he, didn't, he wouldn't really tell it to many people. But once he goes to Vietnam, he plays for the soldiers in multiple camps, he realizes like the horrors of the of what is happening in the Vietnam War. And so he goes back home 
and he channels that energy and it changes his mind. I think he has a change of heart there. And ultimately that all builds up to 1972. You have the song man in black, which I, I, it's my favorite Johnny cash song ever. Like compared with ring of fire compared with, um, baby ride easy. Any of the songs he wrote with Willie Nelson and, and, uh, and Waylon Jennings, the Highwaymen. No, this is by this is my favorite Johnny Cash song of all time, "Man in Black," and I like it because it's finally him, sort of coming clean with who he is, revealing who he is to the world in a song. You know why he like why he dresses in black, like you know, and he show and that really shows that he's here for everybody. He's here for you. And he's here for America. That is uh, Tricky Dick and the Man in Black. You know, I think maybe Folsom Prison Blues might be. That's that's definitely one of my favorite Johnny Cash songs. It's hard to really pick one. I've Been Everywhere is another one of my favorite ones. Oh, that's a great one. Um, that's a great one. But yeah, one more thing before we go. Uh, we kind of talked about it before the, the episode. So I was actually just in Columbus, uh, Ohio. Pretty nice city uh, for our cousin's uh, birthday party. And so we got to see all the family there. Uh, nice. Uh, and actually, uh, Martin is our one of our cousins, a little bit younger than us, uh, in, in kind of junior high kind of age. And uh, I'm trying to get him, uh, get the whole family listening to the podcast because uh, I slipped in his ear. I was like, hey, Red Dirt Road podcast. And uh, he's got, um, yeah, there's a bunch of kids living in the house there. So if we if we get everyone listening, I mean that's an extra, that's almost 10. That's almost 10 per episode, you know, five to ten. So and I and You're I told him, I was like, can. I was like, hey, you can be on the podcast when Alex, you know, probably be probably be easiest when uh when you, you know, let's say uh come back to Ohio when you know he he's a lot of times up there with you guys. We'll make it happen. I think actually I'm thinking maybe even a uh a live show, New Year's Eve live show, <laughs> New Year's Eve live show from That'd the New Year's nice. Eve party. <laughs> Get Martin on there. A live New Year's Eve epic special next year. The ball drops. Awesome. Uh, I have one last thing to say. I highly recommend the Johnny Cash Museum. It's one of the best places I've ever been to. A lot of history in there if you're interested in learning about Johnny Cash. So uh, we will see you guys next time.